Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 731. And today we're going to dive into part two of the gift of Jinky 47, which is transmutation. This is an alchemical term. And to on, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. But ultimately, what it means in our lives is to become capable of constantly being transmuting our fear, constantly facing our fears and our challenges in life and transmute them. And transmute them particularly meaning to have the ability to navigate through reality without all of these challenges um, getting under our skin and really messing up with our attention. If we can maintain our attention and even more enhance that attention to a high frequency and start experiencing the electromagnetic effect of high frequency in the midst of the challenge, a little by little, as we have more and more experience of of something that we were afraid of, we recognize that we are indeed capable of navigating through that. And I'm not talking about, you know, fears of, of go, go, you know, dive with sharks because you're afraid of sharks, you know, or, or throw yourself off a, you know, off, off a helicopter and parachuting, you know. I'm not, I mean, that could be cool, but <clears throat> what I'm saying is all of that stuff is, is just, uh, for the most part, it could be fun, it could be adventurous, but it could also be just, and a try to an external try to push for for conquering these fears within, and that is not necessary. It is, that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about how do we perceive reality? How do we interact? Somebody could be incredibly skilled out there, you know, soldier or something with very dangerous things out in the world, but completely. Um, incapable of opening their heart. And that's what we're talking about here, truly. Because what we want is not to, you know, do extreme sports or becoming martial arts or artists or or being being super, you know, capable, physical, you know, facing danger. You know, I mean, if that's your thing, that's fine. But what we're really talking about here is about the one thing that we all that everyone wants, which is to experience a life of constant love, a pure life of presence, a presence of joy, of connection. We are not afraid of others because we don't see others. There's only there's only God. And that is what ultimately we're looking into our transmutation here in our lives. With every single jinky we dive into, we are diving into this very process. This 47 jinky contains that very specific process that we're applying. We've been applying, we've been focusing on with all of these jinkies. Looking into the unconscious, looking into the darkness, finding that fear, that oppression, right? The oppression is the fear because it's, it's being, we're being oppressed from within. We can have the external manifestation of the oppression, but the oppression, as long as it as it breaks us from within, it's it's it, you know it manifests on the outside, but it's already breaking us on the inside. And why? Because we are incapable of finding that solution. What is the solution? The solution to every question, to every every experience, is always what is love. What would love do? The solution is love. And love meaning the divine paradox, meaning the realization that there's only one of us here. As long as we keep observing it as separate, we are not experiencing love. And ultimately, that consciousness, when properly experienced, when truly integrated, when truly allowed... And the allow the allowing is the surrender to the mystery. We talked about that yesterday. Surrendering to the mystery. Because ultimately we can do our part in this facing our fears, facing our situations, facing our challenges. We do that part. 
And there comes the part when it's time to let go. We did, we, you did the part that you could do physically or metaphysically or whatever. And then at some point you reach a, a, a place where there's no more floor. There's no more knowing. There's, there's just a, a vast infinite forever. And that is, that is the true transmutation at that point. We, pre we prepare for the transmutation by doing all of these little things, by changing, by allowing change to change us little by little, little here, little there. We do this. We communicate this way. We, we participate here, right? But at some point, there comes a moment where you don't know. The personality doesn't know. And that is the true leap into the unknown, into God, into returning, into allowing the infinite knowledge of the universe to take over from then on. That is the transmutation. Do you think that the, the uh, caterpillar knows what, what it's going to turn into? It's in its DNA. <laughs> it's its thing. But it doesn't know what it is until it happens. So we need to allow that to happen within us. And it isn't something that you know what it is going to be. But you know it's time when you reach that. When you go, well, my life isn't working here. I'm unable to handle this and this and this. Right? So we take it. We take it on. And, and with each one of these jinkies, we have a hint. A hint of what it is. If we're looking at our hologenetic profile, we have a hint. Which is much better than not having anything. With that hint, we use it as, as a beacon, right? As a, as a, as a line to, to pull us into the knowledge or allow that knowledge to create a, a channel for us to get the specifics. Okay, why is this thing keeps happening in my life? What is it telling me? What is it that I need to conquer within myself? And what I mean by conquer, I mean look at it. Because how we treat others is how we treat ourselves. How we experience life and how does it feel? How does it feel within us? How, do, how does our, our experiences feel? And as long as we don't keep blaming it on the outside, then we have a chance at transmutation. Because now... We are taking responsibility for how we are experiencing the experience. How we feel. What is our part in the experience? The experience could be anything. It could be something really awful. It could be, you know, a constant challenge that you're so uh, tired of. But how do we feel inside? You look at that reality and go, well, why does this keep happening? Why do these people are like this? Why do I have this experience over and over and over again? And then instead of pointing the fingers and say, it's them, we say, where within myself am I calling forth for this? We look at the profile and we go over all the shadows and we do the process. With process, we look into the darkness, understanding that the reason for our suffering is because we're expressing that, 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 that darkness is power, expressing that power through fear. When we bring that fear into our heart, take responsibility the moment we say, this is my fear, this is my oppression, and bring it into the heart, and then surrender it. Surrender it to God. Surrender it to the great, infinite knowledge of the universe. I have no fucking clue how to, how to heal, how to change, how to become unafraid, how to move forward, God. I have no idea, but I know it's my responsibility to do it, to show up, and then to surrender to the experience. Boom, now transmutation is it's on its way. It's happening day by day as we face our fears, as we go through life, as we experience all that life is bringing us without blaming, without pointing fingers, without also becoming a doormat, right? It's not, it's not easy peasy, this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's moment to moment. It's, it's, it's establishing a, a, a true relationship with your intuition and, and, and start bypassing this limited logical 
per personality that it's always trying to analyze everything and, and put everything into, you know, boxes of danger, you know. You're not going to go in there because it's afraid, you know. It's good to utilize it for, for organic things, for things that make sense. But when it starts making decisions about the things that you really want, that you have absolutely no idea how to, how to move through that, <coughs> it's completely useless. <clears throat> only the, the infinite, only the mystery can lead you to your true destiny. So we're going to dive into this um, second part of the Jinky, uh, the gift of Jinky 47 transmutation today. But if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. When you listen to that episode, that'll get you going with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, the Jinkies, to heal ourselves, to experience a life of fulfillment, to understand the nature of reality, and to allow ourselves to prepare ourselves to be to return to uh, return to heaven, heaven on earth, return back to return home. To the love of God that is present, but it's a, it's an option of observation. Where do we put our attention? Ultimately, becomes pure consciousness, and that's where we're going. But before we even get there, we need to be aware of where we are, because we don't even know where we are. We kind of have an idea, but our reality keeps you know throwing screwballs, you know, and we don't even know why these things are coming from as we understand. That there are no um, experiences that don't come from manifestation, from personal uh, manifestation. And we understand why and how we are creating the things that we're creating. Because it's us that have the ability to position our attention. It is us who have the responsibility for our life experiences. Including even before incarnation. Because that's ultimately the thing you say, well, that little boy or girl is like just was born into a shed hole. How is how the, are they creating that? Because is we need to understand that we, we didn't start there. We've been here for a very, very long time. And every time we return to physicality, we have a script. And, and the script begins when you land and a lot of these scripts, we choose it very, very challenging in order to, to change, to carve us, to, to erode us like a beautiful mountain. And because we are the children of God, we're incredibly um, stubborn. <laughs> we are, wherever you put, you choose to put your attention, that's going to be your reality. So... In order to change that and, and understand the nature of love, we need to have experiences that truly make us move our attention. And that is the hardest thing because we are so stubborn. Whenever we put, we believe something is real, then we're the children of God. We're, we're literally at, focusing the light of creation. So how do, how do we change with so much power? And that's why we create situations where we feel disempowered so that in that place we can um, change and allow change to change us. <clears throat> so on that page in episode 256, you can listen to that podcast. And also on that page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile, which is free to download and is personalized for your specific bio machine and your spiritual challenge script for this very incarnation. And this hologenetic profile is a map that it's a, uh, it's an entry point into the study of these 64 basic archetypes of human experience. This 64 ways in which consciousness manifests in reality and changes lives, connects, interconnects, every single movement of, of consciousness throughout humanity. And if we can understand how consciousness moves through reality, we can experience fulfillment and we can return home, which is the pure present, 
The presence in the present. When we are completely present, we are completely fulfilled. And that is our destiny, ultimately. From that place, we will evolve as a civilization to a completely different stage of, of, of life, of life expression. And that's our destiny, ultimately, where we're going. So on that page, once you get your profile, get, come back to episode 256. And on that page, you will see everything you need to read this profile and get started on your journey of reclaiming your power from the unconscious. This is what we're doing, sealing these leaks of attention in the unconscious so that our manifestations don't come loaded with stuff that we don't understand and we don't want. You get manifestations all the time. We're manifesting all the time. But you see, well, why the fuck am I not manifesting my money or my my wealth or my partner or you know, family or whatever the fuck you think you might want to manifest? It's because we have ideas of what it is that we think we want, but ultimately we're not here to want. We are here to experience what we are, and we are the entire of the universe. The very different thing to have your observation from that diff- from that angle. You say, well, you know, that sounds yeah, philosophically whatever. You know, it sounds like a bunch of bullshit. You know, give me my show me the money. <laughs> not about that the money comes or manifests when you're in a, in, a, in a state of fulfillment and and in order for us to have that experience we need to reclaim our power and so this is the work we're doing looking into the unconscious for these leaks of attention and when you get your map and you see all this you know the stuff that's in the map any word that you see can just put it on Jordan.tv, put it on the search. We have over 730 something episodes now. All of it talks about, except the very last 50 or something. But, you know, 690 episodes talk about this stuff. And and we have on that episode 256, we have the, an index, we have resources, we have charts, we have everything. And And, you know, for you to dive into this journey of reclaiming and rescuing yourself from oblivion because that's what we have been experiencing for a very fucking long time oblivious to who we truly are oblivious to our own power and victims of the oppression of the consequences of that obliviousness if you want to learn more about our brand, what is Planet Homemaking, what are we doing here, what is per, what is Pearl Planet, what is Jordan.tv, who am I, click on the About tab also at the bottom, Black Nav on Jordan.tv. That'll take you to Episode 1. You can listen to Episode 1. And <clears throat> we're in the middle of a transition into a new consciousness, what's called Christ Consciousness. As a whole civilization, right now we have to make a decision, a decision of are we going to listen to ourselves, to uh, that link to God, to our intuition, to the future, or are we going to listen to people that have figured out how to control other people? And now they have turned it into a, a very powerful weapon. And these people are the consequence of our own denial. They, they are our creation. We have created these tyrants or villains, if you want to call it, because they are the consequence of us denying ourselves, denying our own power. <clears throat> we need to become self-empowered, sovereign individuals expressing our unique individuality. And in order for us to do that, we need to be able to discern the truth from lies at a global level. And a personal level, obviously, number one, that's why we're doing all of this work with the jinkies, because we lie to ourselves all the time. We don't even know. When we learned to know who we are, where we are, and then at that point we can start reading the world and realizing what the fuck is going on. This is our test. This is our initiation. Before Christ consciousness can manifest, we need to make to make a break through this test. And right now, um, this is we're in the midst of this transition. And on that page, episode one, you will see a resources section at the bottom. That explains what's been going on in the last three years and how did we get to where we are right now. Facing the greatest challenge probably that humanity has ever faced before. Uh, an invasion into our DNA 
Because we are doing this work of changing our DNA through consciousness, through the divine light of creation. But right now, because of our denial for so long, our shadow has become the world shadow. And there is an endeavor to change our DNA, to turn it into um, a tool for others. And, and, and this is what these mRNA injections are. It's slowly changing the DNA so that it, we, can, we cannot evolve. And so when you learn to listen to your intuition and wake the fuck up, you're going to decide to say, no, thank you. I choose God. I choose the divine light of creation to evolve my DNA organically. I don't need no fucking genetic modification. These people don't even know how to do it properly. They're doing it without love. They're doing it for control. They're doing it from fear. And nothing good comes out of fear. Everything that's built on love will last forever. And so this is the choice at this point in our in our civilization. I am not a spiritual teacher. I am a life coach, uh, a spiritual coach, if you want to. Um, there's a very huge difference. A teacher knows what the other person need. And a coach helps the other person realize what they need. That's very different. And there's very few teachers, real teachers, we call them hierophants in, in history. Most of us, you know, people who write books or, or do seminars or any of that stuff, it, it's just wishes sharing data, sharing information. This is what love is. Caring enough to share something, to speak out, to speak your truth. That is love. If we are withholding of, of what our gifts are, that is not love. And we're here to understand that we're all one thing. This is the divine paradox, divine dichotomy. And as you treat yourself, you treat others. As you treat others, you treat yourself. Do you give yourself information? Do you give yourself opportunities? Do you love? Do you love yourself? This is how you treat other people. That's how you know how you treat yourself. <laughs> the more we learn that the more open and connected we, we realize that we truly are, our civilization changes course. And that's what's happening right now. People are waking up and realizing that we do not need to live in fear, in lack, afraid and controlled. We do not need to live like that. This is a choice that has been the consequence because of our deep entrenched fear. But this is exactly the work we're doing here. So uh, I'm just doing here my daily contemplation and uh, putting this stuff into podcast format so that people can find about it. And um, and let's let's dive into this um, this second part of the gift of Jinky 47, which is transmutation. And it's very important to see the programming partner connection with Jinky 22 <coughs> in the gift of graciousness. So on the, at the shadow level, we had this programming partner connection from oppression to dishonor. We dishonor ourselves when we don't take responsibility for our own fears, for our own oppression. When we raise the frequency to transmutation, we transmute this fear, this oppression, when we become gracious to ourselves, to life. And graciousness, my own contemplation of it, our programming partner, Jinky22, <clears throat> um, it, is, it is realizing that everybody is where they are. And when you have experiences, and you are where you are, right? And when you have experiences, people are going to come and, 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 you know, dump whatever head trips are going in through their internal battle. But that has nothing to do with you. To realize that whatever any, anybody else is head tripping about, has nothing to do with you. If you let that energy return, pass through the emotional body, it's gonna feel as emotional pain, because we, we're we're you know we're we're wired to take everything personal. But we realize the only personal thing that's about here is what I'm feeling. It has nothing to do with the other person. The graciousness to realize that this has nothing to do with you, and and that is where love kicks in. This is another human being, another brother or sister that are going through their own journey. And whatever that journey is, is none of my business. My business is to look at God in them. Realize this is what they're going through. 
I don't have to participate. I'm not going to be, you know, participating in whatever head trip they're going through. But I have the ability to see God in them, to feel the love of God and not taking, not, not blaming them for whatever thing happened. Obviously, you address the situation organically if, you know, they're coming at you with whatever insults or, or their, 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 their kind of modus operandi is trying to control you. You obviously, you realize because you are empowered that you don't have to play that game. You're like, no, thank you. You know, I'm, I got things to do. Good day. Right? What are they going to do? They're gonna, they can't do anything because you, you didn't give your power away. You didn't bow to that. And at the same time, you did not hate them. You did not blame them. You did not give your power away. That is the power of transmutation. This two graciousness and transmutation goes together. Because that graciousness that you were able to give to, to life, to yourself, becomes the transmutation of your own emotional. You, you can go through this. Sometimes it doesn't have on the spot. And then you're ruminating back then in your fucking shower. Oh, this motherfucker, they're doing this shit. I'm going to get back to them. And then you go, but that's just where they're going, where they're at. That's how they treat themselves. That is why they, they treat other people like that. But you know who you are and you know that you're not that. And then you feel compassion. And then the transmutation changes that emotional charge within you. And these are just examples. I'm saying this is going to be different for everybody, right? But you have to have the experience. Very challenging stuff. I'm not saying this is easy, right? This is challenging, but this is the, this, this is the way, right? <clears throat> so as one of the vital ingredients in the chemical genetic family known as the ring of alchemy, this 47th gift of transmutation is dangerous. The ancient alchemists discover the archetypes of transmutation and name them using the colors, the changing colors of the material they were working with as symbolic of the stages of the process. A uh, few of these people understood exactly what alchemy was, which is the royal art. It is the natural destiny of human beings who live their life totally, embracing everything and holding nothing back. A good thing about the kind of the, the way of how, how comedians work is uh, there's a, a certain laws, right, that, 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 that create comedy. And one of them, I don't remember exactly all of them, but one of them is you, you take whatever you're given by the other comedian. You take it and then you transform it. You, whatever, they're insulting you or they're whatever, and then you use that to create comedy. I, I, I need to go study that because that's really good stuff. <laughs> but they, they don't take anything personal. They're taking whatever they're given and then they do, they create something with it. They return with some other ridiculousness that is hilarious, right? So this is living and embracing everything that comes your way. What is coming your way, you embrace it. And I'm not saying this is easy, but this is what's going to transmute you from the inside to be able to become some other point of attention that can't handle that. Because right now you can't, or we can't. This shit comes your way and you're like, fuck, I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle this stuff. Because you have to change. You have to become, you have to be able to observe it from a different point of perspective, a different vantage point. That's going to give you different tools to handle it. It's all about from which point are we observing reality. <clears throat> if we are observing it like, fuck, this is, why is this happening to me? We're not going to get out of that one. I mean, it's, the problem is not solving and you're just, you know, crying in a corner. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, when some of this stuff happens, you, it knocks you down and you go, you have to actually allow yourself to cry in a corner for as long as you need to. This is the dark night of the soul. Some people stay there for 20 years or 50. And all of it is part of God. There is no judgment. I'm not saying that just because you couldn't handle some shit that came your way, now you're a piece of shit. This is what the personality does. This is not what we do. 
Your journey is your journey. And this graciousness of programming partner 22, it's also to self. It's primarily to serve, to serve yourself, right? Gracious, be gracious with your journey. If it's suffer, if you're suffering, if the pain is, is intense, because now you've looked into the shadow, you let it in. Let that in. That is respecting your own experience. Oh, but the people come and say, well, that's not enlightened. You're not fucking enlightened, you know. You're a loser, whatever. Fuck them. Who, who, they're not living your life. If you need to sit down and cry for 20 years, that is all right. In the eyes of God, that's a blink of an eye. Eternity is it's forever. You know, if you don't get it in this lifetime, you get in the next one or the next one or the next one. There's no... No expiration date here. However, you know, we can expedite things if, if you know, if we, if we know how to navigate these routes, right? And if you want to, you can do that too. <laughs> the love and the grace is there for you to do that. But this graciousness, contemplating graciousness towards yours, how to be gracious with yourself. I fucked up here and here and here. Okay. Well, that's fine. You coddle yourself and say, it's okay, baby. I mean, fuck, you fuck up. So what? Get up. Now let's, let's, let's take a shower, you know, and, and just, you know, let's get back on track. Or you need to take a nap for like five days. It's okay. Take a nap for five days. You see what I'm saying? Graciousness. How do you, how do you treat yourself with compassion? Transmutation doesn't happen in one day. It's an accumulation of little changes, little mutations in your, in your point of attention. That's ultimately what we're talking about here. Where are we observing reality from? From which part within ourselves? We're choosing to put our attention somewhere, but there's an infinite places where you can put it. Because we have our attention from a certain vantage point, reality unfolds from that vantage point. If we can have a vantage point that it's gracious with ourselves and with others, now you've shifted the point of your attention. You're going to start observing and experiencing reality from a different vantage point. And that starts changing anything. That is the transmutation. Right? <clears throat> so, um, so living dangerously does not mean that we, we take out our risks. The danger is to the illusion that there is anything fixed about us. We are not fixed people. Our attention is not fixed. We have the power to move it at will. We're just stuck in our ways of, I am this. I've all been this forever. And why? Because this is who I am. Really? Could you be this? No. Why not? Because that's not who I am. Does it serve you? Fuck you. You see what I'm saying? It's like... Really looking at ourselves and say, does this serve life? Does this serve me? This this fixed way of being? Because this is who I am. I've become this person now. Whenever a conversation gets deep, I just stand up and walk away. Never get anybody to really t- get to touch my heart. I mean, just that's just an example, right? Because we go through all of these jinkies and, and they um, they address all of these different angles, right? But does it? Is, is it? Is there a more expansive vantage plateau or, or point of perspective from which you can observe reality? A, pers- a more inclusive, a more loving, more powerful, because love is the true power. Power is not control of others. That is weak shit. Super weak. Why? Because if it happens and an empire rises, it lasts for a few thousand years and then it collapses. We need to look at true power, a sun, a star, a galaxy, a planet, that stuff, the genetic bodies that we have that keep reproducing and they're still here. That is, that is fucking love. It's going to be here forever. One way or another. Yeah, a star might die, but another is born. You see what I'm saying? Love. It's a, it's a force beyond these ideas that we have of control that are incredibly weak <coughs> and feeble. <clears throat> so um, 
There's nothing fixed about us. We can't change our point of attention. So the true human awakening is undefinable because he or she is constantly surpassing all definitions. And that is ultimately what transmutation is. Whenever you find yourself in a plateau, right? Okay, I've become this. And now you suddenly start feeling bored because there is more life out there. What is beyond the beyond? You have to open your heart and realize that you have the power to move your attention to a different vantage point. And that is transmutation right there. The ability to move your position, the position of your attention. And now you are experiencing life because we can be experiencing life. You know, you and another person, another person can have the same experience and and everybody can have a completely different experience according to where their attention is. People could be standing before the most amazing beauty and not see it because their attention is on bullshit. People could be looking at, you know, a nasty scenario and find the beauty hidden within that. It is all where you position your attention. How do you choose where to position your attention? Right? So um, alchemy is life. Transmutation is what drives, what drives us to keep going beyond our wildest dreams. To be in the process of transmutation is to be truly alive. And that is ultimately not that, oh, I'm going to be, you know, get this transmutation thing down and move on. No, transmutation is life. To constantly be changing. If something you don't, if something is not work, you change. And you change and you change and you change and you allow change to change you. To become transmutation is to become life itself. And I'm not saying that we're not life, but I'm saying that because we have the choice of attention, where do we put our attention? We can choose to just, you know, kind of coast. We're not truly living. We're living life sitting at the banks of the river. When the, the whole journey party is happening on, you know, on, in the river. To live life, to engage, to, to face those fears and do those things that are going to move us into another level of reality. One by one, you don't have to do these huge steps. Just become habit. A habit, change the habit of not facing your challenges and facing them little by little. Be kind to yourself. Don't try to run and fly when, you know, you see other people like making these huge changes and you're like, well, I'm not good enough because I can't change that fast. That's okay. Allow little changes and get used to little changes, what they call microdosing, right? Microdosing of little changes. Little by little. And then that becomes a habit. And now you are moving. You might not be flying like, you know, some really, you know, fast people. But it doesn't matter. You are. You are living. And little by little that you're going to have more and more strength to, to allow more change into your life. And you're going to start making these shifts in consciousness. Ultimately, when you're able to, you know, observe reality from two points at one. Now you've made a huge jump in reality. Now you're on a completely different level of reality. And that's where we're getting, that's where we're going. Ultimately, to have the awareness from several points of perspective simultaneously, where you can experience yourself and experience the experience of the other at, at the same time. <clears throat> what they say, put yourself in other people's shoes. <clears throat> if we can do that. We are no longer going to be battling other people and their bullshit. You're going to be able to understand where they are, why they're doing what they're doing, and what does that has to do or has nothing to do with you. Now that is the power of love. This is a whole other level of transmutation, kind of like an example of this, right? <clears throat> so the process of transmutation has been described very well by the alchemist. It consists of endless series of small and after indecipherable mutations leading to a finite number of transmutations. We're going through life. We're changing a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit here and there. Our life becomes about embracing changes. We are moving. It's not that we're stagnant or stuck. But we are also not fighting the current. Because that's usually what hurts us. This is what makes people sick. This is what kills us. Fighting life. 
Life is life. It's going to come whether you like it or not. Change is the nature of life. So this is literally about <clears throat> falling in love with the nature of life, falling in love with change, little by little, right? Through this series of little changes, little mutations. And what it literally means is we're moving our attention from where it is to another place. We're letting all of that pain and suffering from the unconscious into the heart. We are surrendering that into God. That is the transmutation. Little by little by little. You don't want to eat the whole f a fucking elephant in one bite. Just little munches. Little munch, 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 munch. Little by little. Right? <clears throat> and so um, these transmutations are huge turning point points in our life. To transmute is to make a quantum leap into a whole new dimension. Now, when we're talking about full transmutation, we're talking about now you're a different person. You have changed. You have made a leap. And this is, but, but, it's, but it's just another step on the road. Because ultimately, there's going to be another transmutation down the road. So mutation leads to transmutation. Little changes lead to complete uh, paradigm shifts. Within your perspective, point of attention, and that point of attention manifests reality which comes back to you electromagnetically and now you're experiencing a new life. Not because your life could still be the same, but you are experiencing it differently. And because you're experiencing it differently, you are capable of making different decisions in your day-to-day -day life. And these different decisions open up other doorways in your life that previously were you, you could not get through because you couldn't think that, that how am I going to do that? You couldn't see it. And it was right there. A different, you know, shift of attention, right? <clears throat> so, um, so if we, to transmute is to make a quantum leap into a whole new dimension. If you follow the script hidden in, our, in, our, in your DNA, then you will experience these dimensional shifts in, our, in your inner and outer life. And that's ultimately, I guess, if we were talking about <clears throat> a map, uh, that's ultimately what, what really takes us there. Because before incarnation, we have laid out the whole script of our life. And it is whether, you know, once we come here, whether we make those decisions and take those journeys, you know, it's, we can do that or not, but that's the script, right? And so having that experience here, going through life and making those decisions at that pivotal points in our life, it's going to open up the, the unraveling of the potential of our DNA, making these changes in attention. Now you have, you're experiencing life differently. Your DNA begins to unfold, right? And it's all in, in alignment. We can, and you can sense it. You can sense it ultimately. Let's say, oh, I don't know exactly who's going to be part of this, who's going to be my wife or my husband, or, you know, who am I going to do business with, this or that, right? How am I going to work through this or that, right? <clears throat> But life will bring it to you one way or another because it's genetically, vibrationally encoded. There are no mistakes here. And so whatever you are experiencing That is the hint of what the story is about. And if you can, you know, see it from further away, you will see kind of like a pattern in your life. And you go like, fuck, you know, I, this person, you know, this kind of type of people keeps popping up. I've seen them here and I've seen them here and I've seen them here. And it keeps popping up in my life. What is it telling me? What is the lesson? The lesson ultimately, it's always... That the outside doesn't affect you. You get to the point that you get to love so much that you're not being, you love yourself so much, you love the others so much that you're not going to be affected by whatever head trip they're going through. Your power transcending that limitation that you're experiencing. And, and, and I'm not talking about su suppressing or beating anybody up or any of that shit. I'm talking about having experiences where you can experience love while the other person could experience whatever the fuck they're experiencing and it does not touch you. And at some point, that love even reaches out and changes reality, not because that's your attention, that's your goal. We cannot really change like that. 
Love itself is the changer. Because you have allowed love into your heart, that love goes out and now is changing. But that is God. It's not that you are changing them. Love is changing life, right? So that is kind of like a contemplation on that on that very specific point right there, right? So many cultures, mythologies, and mystical systems have described this process of spiritual evolution because it, because it is universal. It's the same thing. We're just talking about alchemy here, but it's the same thing that we do with any other process, right? The only prerequisite for the process is to keep moving. To keep moving is a continual surrender to your fears. What does that mean? That you surrender your attention to the fear. You look into the darkness and say, this is my fear. And you feel it. You confront this fear, right? The moment one fear has has been embraced, we embrace that fear. This is my fear. Another one reveals itself and our life moves us to confront a new fear. And what are these fears? We got them in the shadows here, right? On the, on the jinkies. What is it you're afraid of? You look at it in the eye and bring it into your heart and say, God, I have absolutely no clue how to move through this thing, but I can, I'm walking. And I'm taking responsibility for this stuff. And you're freaking out and peeing on your pants, but you're moving forward. Right? So we each have to take the lid off of our Pandora's box. And in doing so, we discover the layers of oppression that exists within us. Our fears is what oppresses. It's not necessarily our fears that oppress us. It's our denial of our fears that oppress us. We're denying that we are afraid. When we accept the fact that we are afraid, now it's conscious. We're looking at it. Our attention is on it. And whenever your attention is on, some, on something, the love of God flows through because attention is the love of God. So it cannot. whenever we look at something, we cannot fail. We can only fail when we're not looking. That is why all this stuff is in the unconscious because we don't want to look at it. When we make it conscious... That is the first step. Then we take responsibility for say, this is my fear. I'm freaking out. And then you bring that into the heart and say, God, I have no clue how to move forward. But I am taking responsibility and I'm fucking looking at it. This isn't long, no longer, you know, somebody else's fault. This is my fear and I am freaking out. But now you are transmuting. That is literally the process of transmutation. You're going to feel it electromagnetically when you really, truly take this fear in. Because it's going to fear it. You're going to feel the fear that you, you, you try not to fear. You know, you, you keep looking at Netflix and watching Instagram and you keep like chatting, 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 not sitting with the fear. Right? Because it's there all the time. You're freaking out. What is it you do not want to look at? And we're all in this boat. It's not just you. It's all of us, right? So as these layers of oppression are dissolved one by one, we discard one by one the illusions that we think are protecting us from from dissolving ourselves. And ultimately, we're going to dissolve. And not not ourselves, because this is the part when he's talking about self. I'm talking about the personality. Dissolving the personality. The personality is the one who's, who's, who's... The whole problem is the fucking personality. So the personality is the one who needs to dissolve. The personality exists in time. It's in the past. It's in the future. It's not here. So when we're dissolving the personality, we're dissolving time. And we get back into the present. And the present is the only place where love exists, where attention exists, where God exists... So you cannot have God and the personality running the show. We surrender to the presence. And there's no time there. The personality is freaking out because he can't control time anymore. He never, he never controlled time because number one doesn't even exist. But the whole it's a fucking trip. I mean, it's a trip. The personality is tripping all the time. 
repeating these loops, trying to project them on people. Whatever these conversations you make, these little, you know, it's, it's night remarks constantly, talking, talking, you know, where, where are we doing? What are we doing when we become present and realize what are we really doing? The only conversation, in my opinion, I mean, because obviously through evolution, you have to have through all your, you know, stages where I am. In my opinion, the conversation that is worthy is love. Love. And it could be fun. It could be laughter. It could be silliness. It could be, you know, creating stuff. But it's love. Any conversation that is not love, for me, it's not, it's, it's, it's not worth of my attention. I am, I am, I'm, I've already understood that reality. I am not interested in controlling or being controlled by others. Because that's what fear does. And I, I don't find that attractive anymore. And so whenever you meet somebody that's still doing that stuff, <clears throat> you still love them, but you no longer participate in that anymore. Um, so this, uh, through this ongoing process of transmutation, we gradually sift through the DNA that they call the junk DNA, right? Which is it, it isn't. And in doing so, we begin to see our life on a much wider level of reality. The only way to read these codes is to live them. That is why I keep saying all of this stuff is fucking philosophy. This is data. This isn't truth. The only thing that's going to change your DNA is your experience. And to constantly, you know, you, you're going, you're moving in your life and you find these challenges that you're afraid of and you face them, you are transmuting. You are changing you are allowing life to change you. You are truly living. And ultimately, that stuff goes into the DNA. And the DNA becomes unlocking. becomes It starts popping open. Little by little by little by little by little. That's why sometimes you see these people that move super fast. And you're like, fuck, they, they get so much shit done. They're so happy. What what they do? They've worked their ass to get there. And through many even lifetimes, you know, you don't even know. That's why you can't compare yourself to anybody's speed. Everybody's speed, everybody's going at a different speed, right? So we need to, you need to honor your speed, where you are. Yes, surrender to the transmutation. Yes, allow that change in, but take it however you can handle it. Maybe you can only handle a little step at a time. That's fine, but you're moving. It's better than not moving and people that are actually like moving backwards, right? That is what really starts unfolding that life that really we came here to live, right? So as we, uh, as we are reading these codes and living them, they unwind and reveal their true purpose to return us to the very source of consciousness from which we came. That is a true purpose, going back home to God. That is where we're going, all of us. The, so, the only way to transcend suffering is to move more deeply into it, embracing every emotion and event that comes to you, every feeling, every experience, for as painful as it is. This is the way of deep immersion in the currents of life. It is the way of surrender, right? How do we transcend this suffering that we're experiencing in this reality? We fucking live it. Live it to the point that you know it. I'm not saying go search out, go look for suffering and start fucking cutting yourself and shit like that. Because, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. We need to be very clear about what we're talking about. We're talking about the internal experience to your external experience. Whatever your external experience is creating within you, what emotion, what an electromagnetic field, what, how visceral do you experience your, your man, your physical or metaphysical manifestations, you truly, you truly feel them. And, and obviously, it needs to be very clear that you deal with your reality on the outside objectively. 
You don't get emotional. You're not going to, you know, get a fucking narcissist asshole showing up and start beating you up with bullshit. And you're going to say, I love you because I want to transmute my bullshit. No, that is a misunderstanding of reality. A lot of fucking people get stuck in. That is not what I'm talking about. If you're dealing with, with a fucking asshole out there in your reality that's beating the crap out of you, you stop it. And you say, I do not participate in this on the outside. But you take that experience from the inside and you feel it and you say, why am I creating this shit? Why am I manifesting this in order for you to say no more? I choose love. I choose to give love. I choose to experience love. And this is my life because this is where my attention is. You command reality with your attention. And when it comes, that is the chance for you to put into practice that love. You're not going to say it's them that they're doing this to me. You're going to say they are going through the whatever experience and they are also uh, my brother and sister. They are the child of God. It could be, it could be an asshole, right? And I'm not going to hang out with them, but you love them. And that is transmutation right there. Love. And it, you don't need to prove them any. You don't need to hug them. You don't need to hang out with them. Probably even better not to. But you, you, there is no resentment. There is no energetic link between you and the other person. There is, no, there is not an attraction link anymore. There's, there's nothing there but love. And that love is so big that it either it's going, it's going to reach them. Because vibration is vibration, right? And if they're not ready, they're going to run for the mountains. Because they, they can't handle the love. Or that love might even transmute them from the inside and go like, fuck, I don't understand what's happening here. I thought I was a piece of shit. Why aren't you retaliating to me? I treated you like shit. No, you did not. You treat yourself like shit. And you project that outside. And I didn't take it. Because that has nothing to do with me. Now, I'm not saying this is easy, okay? But this is the path, right? Transmutation. Surrender, take everything that comes your way and let it into the heart. Let it give it to God. I'm not saying take it into the personality because the personality is going to turn, turn it into a battle. Whatever comes, take it into the heart and surrender it to God as an offering. This is God. I don't know why this my life is like this, but I give it to you. And you are giving. It doesn't matter what you give to God. God is God. It can handle anything and everything, and it, it does. And then it releases you, cleanses your soul. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be diving into the 47th city of transfiguration. This is how a Christ is born, taking that transmutation the next level to be able to collapse the seven bodies, turning into light. This is how we activate the Merkaba, <clears throat> not just consciousness Merkaba, but biophysical. And ultimately, <clears throat> this is how we, this is our destiny as a civilization. Ultimately, we're all going here. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. <clears throat> um, when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, you see uh, <clears throat> a menu. When you click on the About tab, you will find our social media links that you can follow us on social media. <clears throat> when you click on the Pioneers tab, that'll take you to the category on our website, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are <clears throat> uh, sessions that we have with guests that share with us their journey into the darkness, their journey into, into despair, into oppression, into the shadow, into the dark night of the soul. To where they, because you, you have to. Once at some point, you have to. On this journey, you have to feel it all. Because this is how, this is your power. And they went there and they found God. They found healing in the darkness. And now they came out there and now they're giving it. They're sharing it as the story of their journey. Beautiful people. You can also watch them on video and, and audio on, on there and on our Rumble channel. 
If you want help, one-on-one -on -one help with your work you're doing with the Jinkies, at the bottom right corner of Jordan.tv, click on the support button and find out about our coaching programs. We have one specifically for people that are going through the dark night of the soul, that it's all about changing, in exchanging a habit for another habit. And if you're ready to do that, you can too get out of the dark night of the soul. It doesn't have to take 20 years to get through this one. If you're ready. We have a very specific coaching program called Life Design, aligning the creation of your reality with your deepest spiritual purpose. Because we go through life, you know, using the law of attraction, thinking that we want this or that, and our life sucks. Or we don't manifest what we want. Why, 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 why am I not manifesting? Because it's not in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose. Whatever your greatest challenges in life that you don't want to take on, it's exactly the one thing that's going to get you there, right? So that is the challenge right here. And so when we understand that, then everything starts moving. It's like, you know, unclogging a pipe. And we have a very specific coaching program. We help people through three months of work with life design. And you can find that about there or you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one session um, um, to understand your jinkies and what you're working with. Is. Also, you can uh, find us on our Telegram chat room. The link is there. And ask us any question there. You become part of our community. That's what that is for. Share whatever you're doing with the world. It's, that's what it's for. Okay, um, so we'll tomorrow we're going to be diving into this 47 of Transfiguration. It's going to be very exciting. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.